Welcome everybody to our second episode of the year of Shits and Giggles. We want to put a disclaimer out that we're 25% (laughs) less giggles this episode because LJ's not able to make it, but we're going to give it a shout out anyway for editing the show for us and that we'll, we'll miss your giggles, LJ, today. But start as we always do with a song and because we're going to be discussing young musicians i thought we could start with lizzie taylor and the song young gotta drive away escape the mundane watching your dreams from afar get into my car watch the colors accelerate watch your eyes slide away raise your hand wave goodbye don't miss it honey there's no need to cry cause we are young scream from the top of our lungs at the moment else on its own Good choice. I've never seen Lizzie before, actually. But um, so how are you doing, girls? Long time no see. I know. All good here. Yeah, all good. Yeah, all, good. all good. Yeah. Good what have you been up to this past month? Because we're into March already. So Paula, where have you been in February? Um, well, you're both going to fall off your seats because <laughs> regarding gigs, <laughs> um, I have actually. I suppose we recorded the last show a week later than normal so it's actually only three weeks since we talked last um so I have only actually had one gig in that time I suppose I was away (laughs) on holiday um I was at the rugby with Laura so I've been I've still been gallivanting but not gigging as such so my one and only gig was a tremendous gig it was Paul Heaton at the the Odyssey Arena um so it, this had been, uh, this was one of these pre-lockdown ones that had actually been organised. And then with just different things, this was it actually 
um, you know, the gig being rearranged. And unfortunately, Jackie, Jackie Abbott was also sick for that. So she wasn't there. But um, there was a girl, Rumour, who was, I think she did the Irish uh, legs off and she was also then playing in Belfast on the Friday night. So she came on for um, some of the songs. He did ones by himself for some of them. And then the bass guitarist, he sang. But um, I was telling Laura, Laura's mum is a massive Paul Heaton fan. And I actually had Beautiful South was one of my very first gigs away back in the day for five pounds in a leisure oh, center. Wow. And I know. And you still got the I, ticket. <laughs> I, I don't have the ticket. And it was really, really good. He did like a mixture of House Martins, a solo stuff and Beautiful South stuff and got a really good reception the cloud was the crowd was definitely like a different like a sort like an older short and bald men were just <laughs> to be the crowd but were there any, no um, were there what? any tall bald men you normally there have was, tall men and I actually managed to get I was actually really close to the front I would probably have been like along the second people weren't as in the mosh pit or whatever, for this gig, obviously a bit older. So there was one row of people at the barrier and then I was the next. So I, but I was still about a metre and a metre and a half back. So it was nice and spacious, but no, it was really, really enjoyable nighty, you know, what a voice. And I think he had said that he's been coming to Belfast in various guises for something like 37 years or whatever, like a really incredibly long time and his voice still stood the steps of time he actually I think had a cold and um he just kept sipping out of like a, a mug of tea and he kept like sort of sneezing and things but didn't you know he didn't say anything about it but he was really good I would definitely recommend him that let's say the the tour's probably sold out in a lot of places but yeah so that was my one and only it's normally <laughs> one a week <laughs> I know <laughs> This next oh, this amazing. next few weeks is a bit crazy now. So yeah, that's a bit crazy. I have seen the beautiful South once in Aberdeen, but it was quite a few years ago. But I'd love to love to see them again. Yeah. Um, well, we yeah, obviously I'll... saw um, before the Apollo Junction gig. You know the other guy out of Beautiful South, Dave. Yeah. And his new band, Laura and I saw them in Leeds. Okay. Um, last year, I can't remember now what they were called. That that new band. No, Can you remember, Laura. No, I can't remember what they were called, but they had a big on to those hundreds of them on stage, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stage. But yeah, Emails and yeah, so they were the other guy. He was playing, so he's a new around with his new band playing new stuff. So that was good as well. Oh, sounds really good. What about you, Laura? I have seen you this last couple of weeks. You have, We've been yeah. Some similar gigs, yeah. And we're going to be talking about exactly the same one, aren't we? Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I know. I've, I've um, actually, I was I've been unwell this week. Ah, um, oh, poor Laura. No, no. So I've had to cancel <laughs> a couple of gigs this, um, which I'm gutted about. So, um, yeah, I weren't able to get up and see Nice Guy last weekend, and then the weekend just gone. I'm really gutted because um, I was supposed to be going to see the Shed Project down in London. Um, yeah, I'm uh, really gutted that I didn't get down there for that. But uh, <clears throat> I'm sure we'll get to see Roy and his entourage very, very soon. But um, yeah, and, I, and by all accounts, it was an amazing gig. Um, apparently, the the reception he received um, was brilliant, and so um, and obviously the support was Laurie as well. So apparently, yeah, it was fantastic, and in in, the, in Water Racks, a great venue. Um, so yeah, really gutted about that. But the gigs I did manage to get, I I took a um, a bit of a trip up to to your neck of the woods Kimberley I came up to Scotland for, for four days and um yeah so on the well Thursday night wasn't it um yeah we we went to King Tut's my first time we visiting did. there so it was was that was brilliant it, it didn't disappoint so what people have told me it was going to be like although I did, it was smaller than I anticipated I don't know what I thought I knew it was small but it was really yeah. intimate, which, which you know which was the perfect setting until I guess Arcade State came on and and they're not made really for very, very small venues. They're a bit no, loud. Not. <laughs> so um uh, you know, um I'm pleased to say my ears stood up, but a lot of people um were like, wow, that was intense. Um yeah. but you know, the lads delivered and, and that was a really, really good set. And if then we could do a Scottish accent, what is it? Jordan always says, we'll take the roof off or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the roof off. 
Yeah, and but they I did. never known a gig where by the next couple of days people were still messaging me saying, "Are your ears okay?" I'm yeah. like, no, they're still ringing. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then we did stand loud. right near the front, right next to the speaker, so we kind of like it was a bit of our own fault. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I couldn't sleep that night because my ears were like ringing the whole night. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It were, they, they were loud. And then just when you thought it wouldn't get any louder, then Skylights took to the stage and they kind of <laughs> just turned it up a little bit more. So, um, yeah, but, you know, such a such a great night, actually, you know, really, really a great crowd. You know, it was a really nice atmosphere full of some of my fave people. Um, so, yeah, it was a it was a really, really good good set from both of them and Skylights get such a good reception up there, don't they? I mean, you've seen them up in Scotland before. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That's what, I, that's what I was literally about to say. That you would always think that they were a Scottish band. By you know, it's it's both ways. It's Skylight yeah. Scotland loves them, but they equally love the Scottish crowd. They do, and it was really nice because Turn kind of sat with us for a bit after, didn't he, Laura? And he was yeah. he was saying that that they get such a response, and you know, obviously they get a really good response from where they come from. But he he just was saying that bit where it was just you know you could see how much it meant to him. It was uh-huh. really nice that he like shared that with us as well. Uh-huh. Um, but they were obviously in Aberdeen the night after, and it was it was wild. It was absolutely wild. <laughs> And that that wasn't just Cather's putting. She had the drummer from Hitlist on her shoulders at one point, and everybody screaming <laughs> chants of "Stand free!" Um, yeah, it was crazy. But but I'll let you carry on, Laura, because I know there was more to your trip than just the just was, no, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So then um, I had a, a day of a day of rest on the Friday, um, and I went over to Edinburgh. And then, um, which then we were joined with by you again. Um, I will say actually, LJ was with us um, as well for this trip. Um, and then I was joined by you again on the Saturday, uh, Kimberly. There's lots of us who actually made that trip as well. Um, oh, it was lovely. Yeah, it was. And we went for some food and the rugby was on. Um, so I'm obviously making a thing about going to places where rugby's at, because obviously the Six Nations <laughs> in Edinburgh. Um, this, this, that. So, yeah, so I got involved in that crowd at lunchtime, having a few beers um, there, which was nice. Uh, and then we went to see the fabulous Sylvie. And, you know, I, I've been trying to think about how to put it into words um about that performance um and I've still not managed it yet to be honest I've uh you know I've wanted to I've, I've messaged her privately and spoke to her and we went you know met for breakfast the next day and stuff but she just you know and god it sounds really corny doesn't it and I know Kimberly we've had the conversation around that time you know when you've seen a moment you you, you know yeah. you say to say I was there and this was it um mm-hmm. it was it was then I think and she just yeah her vocals were probably the best I've heard of her, you know, live and also actually even better than the records. I think, you know, she brings a different dynamic yes. when she's live. Um, the band were were tight and the relationship mm-hmm. between her and her band, particularly her and Gary, is just something really special to see. The little reassuring little nods. Um, and, you know, you know, when you go, I- I'm, I'm a bit cold hide really and you know and the old love kind of stuff but you know when you see something you know that's it you know you get a, and it was yeah. perfect and and she was so nervous and you know and worked herself up and you know and for a couple of weeks I think and just to see her family embracing it and her friends and her it was just it was it was really special and you know and that just topped off a night which started with the brilliant distant images um which again I've never seen live and so yeah. they do you know what? Um, I I've always liked them. I, I listen to their music a lot. I've got a lot of time for Jilly, but live, I would say they're even better because their sound yeah. is more it's more rocky. It's louder. It's it's you know it's it's proper. And her their new single that's coming out gave me kind of like you know like the uh, early um sound of Hole, you know, with their uh, Courtney Love kind of gave me that mm-hmm. kind of vibe that kind of level of rock a bit dirty um and so it's, yeah. again it was filthy it was it really was it was filthy yeah yeah I must admit, like whenever like obviously Kimberly you and I were both involved in Mind Aid um, yes. uh-huh. away back last year and obviously we were involved in it building and building and building so one of the very first vocals on that was Jilly's vocal mm-hmm. and I must admit her voice and that the pureness of yeah, her and the tone of her voice 
would be one of my favorite of the female vocals as well. Like I think she's got a like an amazing voice as well. I'm so gutted about. I was at a birthday a birthday bash that day. I know. I, I know. We got to not have you there, but yeah, she did. She turned it up a notch as well, didn't she? Um, Laura for sure. Um, Jilly. Like you just think the range in her in her vocal, and again a really tight band. Yeah, it was just it was it good. Was just... It was another brilliant night, wasn't it? And then we went to the after party. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think you got you got your cup of tea and your milkshake, didn't you? So I did. <laughs> I got a cup of tea world. and I had an ice cream float. A oh, that was ice it. cream. <laughs> it's <was> amazing. <laughs> um, but. which gave me lots of sugar for for the drive home because obviously me and my brother um drove back to Aberdeen after that. So um, oh, they, was that Laura your only gig then? Yeah, that was it because the others I had yeah. to cancel. So uh-huh. yeah, so they were my only and and like I said, they weren't they weren't a bad a bad a bad set of gigs to have uh-huh. in February. But yeah, they were them. And what about yeah. you, Kimberly? Then well, so obviously <laughs> the ones that Laura was at. So I did well. I did Skylights on the Thursday night with with Arcade State, which, as I said, the ears were ringing for days on end. But just a, a brilliant performance from both of them. And then on the Friday night. I came back to Aberdeen to watch Skylights again <laughs> at the Lemon Tree in Aberdeen and Hitless, the guys that I've spoke about before, um, they were the support act. But what was really nice was that Skylights put the, the timings out for the show to say that they were starting at a certain time, but actually they didn't they didn't start at that time. So it like it meant that the crowd were already there for Hitless. Uh-huh. So the place was absolutely mobbed. So right. Hitless got to play to like a sold out crowd. Um, uh-huh. And they were absolutely buzzing for it. It was it was amazing, and they got a really good reception. Um, were and you on the said, merch stand again? I was not on the merch stand. I was uh, right at the front. I'm in okay. all of the videos, holding on to the barrier at the front. I'm surprised I never got squashed. The amount of people that were there. Um, so yeah, Pitlist did their set, and then Skylights came on. And you know, I think if you weren't somebody from Aberdeen, so say if you were visiting from like Glasgow or something and you're not a fan of Aberdeen Football Club, you might have struggled in that crowd because <laughs> there was numerous choruses of Stand Free and obviously their song their song Outlaw has got the word Stand Free in it. So um, there was a lot of that going on. Well, um, Stevie struggled then... with that song in Glasgow, so he'd have very much struggled in Aberdeen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even, even I've enjoyed a night out with me and Cather's in Aberdeen. So we had, then we went to the after party. So they'd put on like a, a before party at Cafe Drummond's and then there was an after party at Cafe Drummond's. So we were there to the small hours until we went to get some chips and cheese. So that was all good. And then obviously went to Edinburgh for Sylvie and Distant Images, which I think you've you've said it all, Laura. It was just, it was phenomenal. Like, you know, and everybody knows that, you know, Jodie and I are really good friends, but I'm not just saying it. But I was I was in tears at one point because she was just the emotion and the you could have heard a pin drop when she went on and did that song, the the one on her own, um, that she'd sort of dedicated to her mum. And it was just so pure and like the talent is just seeping out of her. So yeah, it's um it's amazing to watch. And and one of those I was there, you know, so that was amazing. And then last night I went to, um, which fits in with our discussions about young musicians. Um, I've been lucky enough to go twice now to the tunnels for this company called Hit The Road Tours. So they're putting on events specifically for musicians that are aged like 16 to to 24. So I think I said last time that I went and seen a couple of um, female artists. And then last night they put on three bands. So there was a band called Scunnard. There's another Scottish word for you, Paula. <laughs> um, Scunnard Band. Um, and then the Cherries, who had a band from Inverness. And then a band called Pit in the Moon, who are a local band um, to us. So they go to, they're actually still in school. So they go to Lawrence Kirk School, which is a school that um, Cathers is, is oh. taught in. So they had sold 200 tickets. Wow. The place was absolutely mobbed. It was full of children from the school <laughs> who were um age 14 plus obviously it was a it was a 14 and over event but you know what was really lovely they were all there from the beginning so it started at like wow. seven o'clock um so the place was full for all three bands and because they're doing on a tour so they were in Aberdeen last night they're in Glasgow tonight and they were in Inverness the night before so each band get to headline their oh, hometown nice. um so it was it's just a really nice thing that they're doing um and I'm going to keep an eye out because you know I knew Pit in the Moon before from supporting Hitlist, 
but I'd never heard the other two bands. So it's just a really good opportunity to to hear. So the place was absolutely like bouncing completely. Um, so really, really enjoyed that last night. And I got to take my niece with me as well. So she she's now been adopted into the, the music community. She said, she said to me on the way out, she was like, I can totally see why you go to so many gigs because you just go in there right. and you forget you forget oh. everything else and you just like enjoy the music. Oh. So so that was really good. So can we pick, are we able to pick a song? What song would you pick? Because I was going to pick Hitless Soul Survivor for my choice if we were going to play a song from some of the people that we've seen. Oh, I was going to choose Skylights. Okay. And I would have chose Sylvie and um, that's not love because that's my favourite. That's your favourite. Oh well, we'll give it. We'll give it to Sylvie, will we? Because I think that that gig was something special. So we'll get that played for you. How can you look at me and tell me you love me and watch me fall like crumbling debris? How can you speak to me and tell me you love me but don't want to be with me? That's not love, 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 that's not love. You dug your way up your hole, blaming me for things that with my control. Made me think it was my fault. That our love came to a home What happened that night That make you lose your appetite It was just a blessing in disguise You would have contributed to my demise to our um, discussions around young musicians and we do have some guests joining us shortly um, on the podcast and they were mentioned in some of the feedback from Twitter so I suppose what I wanted to check in with you both was you know just around kind of young musicians is there anybody that you've been listening to like recently or anybody that you've seen or would recommend to our listeners and then I can give a bit of feedback from a poll that we had out on on Twitter so Paula any feedback from yourself? 
Um, I suppose really where I find the new ones nowadays are virtually as part of the, you know, on Twitter, um, apart from obviously the Florentinas, the local band who I would be massively into. Um, they're quite a young band. They started off at school and one, if not one or two of them are still at school at the minute. So, um, you know, the oldest ones are maybe just about 19 or 20. So I would still classify that as a like a young band. But even the likes of, um, you know, like Megan Wynn, Ruby J are still 17, 18. Um, Alex Spencer, who Alex this week, it was announced he had signed for the same record company that has the Lathams. So wow. that's an incredibly big opportunity for him. Like they have got some really good, I can't think of them offhand, but they have got some really good ones on their book. So that's massive for him. John, John Denton, um, Revivalry. So um, I suppose the likes of those would be mainly from Twitter now at the moment. Yeah, because I think when, when you know, we put out the poll, like people were saying young musicians prior to the music community, like, 38% of the poll came back to say that child sort of stars or just people that they knew um, had come from TV talent shows. Mm-hmm. 31% said radio, 23% said YouTube, and then 8% was other. But I don't know what the other was because nobody commented on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there were a few people there that you've you've actually mentioned and one from... from um, Ireland as well. Is it Roe who's somebody that you've Yes. Um there yeah, there are two local girls, Roe and then another girl called Soak. So do you remember last year I went to my gig in the car park? Yes. yes. One that was yeah, so Roe was one of the um the artists who was playing in that as well. So she's actually touring, I think, in Starn in England this week or next week. So she's an incredible singer. And then the other girls, so she played as part of the Snow Patrol, the big gig that they organised. So, you know, they're, they're very good, both of them. Good stuff. And then there was also shouts out for Tom Smith, um, Brute Combe, Andrew Cushion, who's somebody that we've all, all mm-hmm. seen as well, and the Hype Band and Alex Spencer. Yeah, what I mean... about I, you, Laura? Yeah, no, I was going to... so. It's quite difficult, isn't it? Because what would you find in as a young person? Because I was yeah. getting older, the younger, you know, it, 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 they are mm-hmm. still in their, you know, 20s and stuff. But, you know, and so I've, I've, not, I've not had a difficulty thinking about it, but um, I, I kind of, the, the people that stand out, I mean, there's, there's loads of them and you've mentioned lots of them already. Um, but for me, um, so Tom, Tom A. Smith, I'll just uh, shout, he's only just turned 17. And um, I first saw him about five years ago and he was supporting Shed 7. And kind of, so that's the first I knew about him then. And so he's always been on my radar um, as a, just a thought, oh, he's, he's got real talent. But the more I've looked into him, I think he I think he was at Glastonbury um, when he was still at primary school. Um, wow. Tim Burgess <laughs> uh, chose him. Uh, or was that Kendall? He might Tim Burgess might have picked him at Kendall, but he has done Glastonbury uh, um, when you're still at like secondary school as well. So he, he, he's you know 17 year old, but he's been doing it for forever. So he's probably more kind of um, seasoned than some of the lads and lasses that are just coming through now. Um, was he Laura? Did he appear on a video last year? Did he post that that there was somebody that posted that they had been on something or other uh, as like a child? And then he reposted them. I think it may be that sort of rings a bell with me. Yeah, he had posted a video. It it could possibly be now. Yeah, I mean, he's been around, like I said, for ages. And so, and I think think he's supported Sam Fender. I think, you know, the lad's doing really well. So to say, so he's a young star, but, you know, he's he's like, he's been honing that craft for a long time. And I think... Uh I saw an interview with him um, and he was saying that basically it's like his biggest advice is to anyone is just keep at it. You know, when people say you're not good enough, whatever, just keep doing it and keep, you know, and, and showing up wherever you can and take every opportunity and and the lad's doing it. But the other the other um, guys that I want to kind of mention um, are a band actually from Derby um, and Will, the lead singer, has just turned 18. So again, he's very young and they seem to be up and coming and they've just signed a deal and that's Marcel Band. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really into them. I've, I've, you know, I've liked them for some time now, but they seem to be making some waves. And again, when you look at them, that you know, they are really, really young lads. Um, 
But I think a lot of them fit into that. And it's a really difficult one, isn't it? Because for me, I'm a big believer if you're good enough, you're good enough and age doesn't come into yeah, it. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I think if you're going to put yourself out there, then I think there's only so many times you can go, oh, well, they're only young, you know, give them a chance. And that's harsh. I know that that sounds really harsh, but the same within sport. But equally, I do think, I, I, you know, I do think that there's a certain responsibility for um, people within the industry to kind of take a little bit more special care with, with you know, with young people, particularly, um, you know, when we look at things like their mental health and stuff. And it's about, you know, how, how we're safeguarding some of that. So, so as, as harsh as I am going, well, no, they've decided to take this, this career. They need to, you know, they need to take, you know, as it comes, I think <laughs> equally, I think how we deliver messages to them sometimes and what we expose them to needs to be well managed. Yeah. I think absolutely um what about you Kimberly you're quite like up to date with the the scene in um Aberdeen there's definitely young yeah. ones coming through there there's definitely some yeah some younger ones well like you know the, the kids that, be, that were on last night you know they were all mm. they were all like 16 they're they're still in school you know and you wonder that bit about how they're balancing that with the education and they're getting a really good you know just the support that was there for them as I've said was incredible last night but there's also um you know and even the hitless lads um as well and then the two the two um artists that I've been that I do listen to quite a lot is Kalia who obviously played at the sessions um last year and she was 12 at that point you know and she's since she's got a, another single out just now but she did comment on some of the the Twitter feed um and I've spoken with her like her mum before as well and and just that bit about you know where the opportunities are because sometimes they're not able to play in some places because there isn't a license for for younger people to play so that's where you know when we've had you know events like like the sessions for example we've been able to bring some young people through um and Rome as well who's another young um girl who's 13 um and and I know that she's been featured on some BBC introducing um, bands and she's just got an, out an EP recently called Fairy Tales. So the talent is just phenomenal. Like Kimberly, I think there is a difference. Whenever we were growing up, like all those ones that we are sort of talking about are singer songwriters. Yeah. Whereas in the past, you know, the TV shows were basically, mm-hmm. you know, more pop. I suppose oh, yeah. that somebody wrote the song, they performed mm-hmm. it, and to be an awful. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, a lot of those kids were actually exploited. You know, yeah. you read things the likes of S Cup Seven. A lot of them mm-hmm. came a right way with it, with hardly any money at all. Um, one of my big gripes that you see sometimes these kids on these talent shows—they're singing things about love or heartache, and they're fourteen or fifteen, and you know they're singing songs that are too old for them. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, those would be two of my concerns. And even, you know, who, as, as Laura said, who's looking out for them? You know, you, you see so many like child stars that just have breakdowns, like look at um, Britney yeah, Spears like Britney. and yeah. even like Justin, um, what do you call it? Justin Bieber, you Justin know, Bieber. He, you know, a lot of them just were exploited and then by, 1920 they were seen as washed up and over the hill and but they were still famous and if they got a job in like a supermarket oh look at him there he's only working in a supermarket so I would not want to be famous for love nor money I know that's the thing because even if you think about like S Club 7 and then they had the S Club Juniors and and everything like that you know there was lots of bands like that but you're right I think the talent that we're seeing now I mean these are like true musicians you know obviously Laura you've just mentioned Tom who's clearly been on a number of stages and and, you know really working hard for it so okay so so ladies I think we're going to pick a classic track Paula you pick it what's the track okay so I am going for a classic and off camera Laura and I have already been dancing to it dancing (laughs) very well Kimberly I don't know whether you knew this song but we're going for musical youth and past the ditching on the left hand side, past the ditchy on the left hand side. Past the ditchy on the left hand side. You know that Bart's getting left in. <laughs> this generation rules the nation with version. Music arms are full of love.
dochi pani left hand side. Pass the dochi pani left hand side. It a go bun. Give me the music, make me jump and run. It a go done. Give me the music, make me jump and run. It was a cool and lonely, breezy afternoon. How does it feel when you got no food? And you could feel it 'cause it was the month of June. How does it feel when you got no food? So I left my gate and went out for a walk. leads us on nicely because we're going to have a young band join us now um, who were mentioned quite a lot so the hype band with the singer John Denton and we're going to bring them in to, to join us to carry on our discussions about musicians so I would just like to introduce them and maybe ask them to say hello who they are and what what you play in the band so we've got John. Hi I'm John um, I'm the singer and guitarist and songwriter Welcome, John, to the podcast. And Teddy. Hi, I'm Ted, and I'm the drummer for The Hype. Thank you for joining us. And Brandon. Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the bassist for The Hype. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. You always laugh, but you always wave. Thank you for joining us tonight, lads. So I was reading just a bit about you um, to find out you've obviously been together as a band since around 2022, is that right? Yeah, it was um, August last year. Yeah, um, that was um, that, that was when we did our first gig. Yeah, yeah, I've I've read that you did a gig in the rugby club and also one at a beer festival. <laughs> yeah, that was the same. Um, yeah, it was the, the same, same one. Yeah, the it was at um, um, Eccles Rugby Club, um, and they were doing this like beer event. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good actually. Yeah, um, there's like a, a picture of us under under like this tent, and yeah, and that, yeah, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> and John, you had obviously been um, doing your solo stuff beforehand. So what made you get these pair involved then? Well, um, I think the, the only reason I really was a solo artist was I, I couldn't find um, a band and then I just met Ted and then I met Ron and I thought, well, why not? Going and, well then? Uh, yeah, 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 I've enjoyed it, yeah. I think, guess that's it. Well, you've got you've got two singles out now, haven't you? Because you had, you've had a recent single, um, Go, that came out in February. Yep. And have you been doing any more recording recently? Um. Cause, um, cause, um, when we when we recorded Go, cause we're in the studio, um, and we we were doing three songs, including Nowhere. So, and um, 
Yeah, so we did a track called Control, um, which was, um, I think it's going to be the next single. And we're going in the, um, well, I'm going in, in the studio to do some get them guide tracks next week. So yeah, then th- th- that's where the new songs are going to start, yeah. And hope yeah, hopefully it goes well, yeah. And Kerry and Brandon, had you two been in bands before then? Uh, I've not been in an indie band before, so it, it it was new to me when I first started with John and Brandon. But I'd been in like previous, I've been in brass bands when I was younger, but that's all, you know. I was going to say, was it the school orchestra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what about you, Brandon? Um, no, um, I just did a one small gig for my Nana's church thingy event. <laughs> then I just, just got dropped into a, this really quick and enjoyed it. That's where I met him that. <laughs> and how how do you find it with all the sort of coverage and everything that you that you get you know on social media and John I know that we there was a a part about you on the on the ITV news as well around yeah. the the Johnny Marr award which well done on that by the way that's, yes. that's yeah. huge. so how how does it feel in terms of that you know being involved in in the scene you know in the in the music scene and what support do you get from your your friends and your family uh, great, yeah. I think um, all the sports pretty um, pretty good, yeah. I think um, we, we, we've been in um, enemy because of the Johnny Marr thing, and they get gave like as a band week they gave us a mention, and then um, wow. the link to um, the, the lyric video of um, our first song. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I, I say the majority of it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> what does he then? Does he mentor you then, or what? What exactly is involved in winning that? So um, what it is is um, it's just a thousand pound that um, he's sent self foundation and then they've put it in, a, in an account and basically they're just going to pay for all my lessons. So I'm doing my first um, singing trial, like which is like kind of like a preview of what. Yeah, um, it's at a local Saturday music school. So yeah, um, so, ba- so basically it's just paying for my lessons and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Progr- and progression really. Yeah, mm-hmm. fabulous. And you've played at Salford. You played at the Salford Lads Club. Laura and I went there last year. Oh great, yeah, um, yeah, it's a great place. That it was my third time because I did it first time. It was the first, in fact, um, the first time I played there. It was the first gig before, yeah, our first gig. So, okay. yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lovely place, yeah. And then I played there again like two months later, and then obviously I played there again for um, a wedding. John, you mentioned and- that you most of the feedback's been positive. So, have you received some negative feedback, and what and how do you handle that? There is more. There is much of it really. It was just. Um, there was just one time um, I supported Apollo Junction, and then um, this like this just just this guy um, sent me a message saying like, "Oh, don't put him on again." <laughs> yeah, he actually sent that to you. Um, but well, it was like an Apollo Junction tweet, and then he replied and tagged me in like, "Don't don't." Oh have my them. goodness! Don't have that. I hope yeah. you're That's sensible funny. enough to know that there are lots of idiots around, and I yeah, always yeah. think. Would you, if a stranger came up to you, John, or other guy said something nice to you, how long would you think about it? You would think about it for a day. A month later, would you be thinking, oh, such and such that I don't know has said something nice to me? So if somebody that you don't know, a stranger says something horrible about you, why do you let think about it for ages? I mean, to be honest, a lot of the stuff people come out with on Twitter or social media, it's probably no different to... What what Brandon and Ted and me get in the playground, basically. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how how do you manage? You know, just in terms of you know school and your your education, um, because you know I can see that you're you know you're picking up gigs. You're obviously doing recording. You know, how do you manage all that? Uh, I won't really say it affects it really. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna say that in case your teachers tune in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. And you've got you've got a gig coming up with the Small Talk Band. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, um, it's on the 19th of March, um, and it's at Oldham Street where me and Ted did our first um, gig. gig yeah, because he because he played for me um, when I was um, solo, and that was our first gig together under John Lennon. Who Ted is your favourite drummer then? Um, <laughs> my favourite drummer. Well, I I personally had lessons off Ralph Roll, the drummer for Chic, so he's a massive like influence to me. But probably my favourite drummer is Eric Moore. He's an American. Yeah, he's quality. And you've obviously seen the coverage of like young, there was Tyler Hawkins um, yeah. and also the, what's the wee girl called that's a fantastic yeah. drummer? Oh, Nandy. Nandy. Yes, like, oh my goodness, yeah. there are some yeah. just go hell for leather. Yeah, yeah. she played at um, Wembley, didn't she? Um, for the Foo Fighters, yeah. She did, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, she's good, yeah. Is that, is that on your list of places to uh, play? They hold up signs <laughs> in the crowd and saying, can you let me drum for you? So yeah. Yeah, that's maybe something to do. Yeah, definitely. And Brandon, what yeah. about you? Who are your favourite musicians then? Um, I more have like favourite bands, not like, you know, like idols. Um, but I like bands like Korn. And I got into a Primus recently, so I like the basis less Claypool and feel for gone. A bit of a heavier sound than what you guys are going for. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, it seems to fit, doesn't it? So yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think the thing is your your sound's gonna evolve. You know, you haven't been together as for that long. So anything always changes over time. Like even the most successful groups, their sound changes with different albums and things. Mm. So you know, like the start mm. that you have made and the fact that you're getting noticed by people already so young and so early on in your career is totally commendable. So well done and just keep it up. I know it's lovely to see because I've seen, you know, the recognition that you've had on some of the tweets, you know, messages from like, well, Johnny Marr, Bonehead from Oasis. And was there not a, a retweet from Lady Gaga at one point as well? Ah, oh, right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that was like ages before the band. Yeah, um, I just yeah, I just play at this festival called um, Language Life. Um, it's a local one. It's yeah, it's great. And um, my dad just put this video on Twitter of me playing. You know, um, Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I played that, and then um, he put um, and it's not very normal for any of us to do this, but um, he put um, hashtag and be kind twenty two in, and then I think she's like a massive supporter of that. So yeah, she found it mm -hmm. and retweeted it. Um, wow. yeah. <laughs> I think your dad is one of your biggest supporters. Um, I see him all the time. Hi, Phil. Are you there? Hello. So, hello. hello. <laughs> so um, he's obviously keeping you on the straight and narrow as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty much a, a manager, isn't he? Good, good. And is there is there anybody or that that you guys are listening to just now? You know, bands. You know, younger bands like yourselves. Anybody that you would recommend that our yeah. listeners have well, a listen um, on? Me and Brandon are the chase um, supporting the gays at Burlington Spa, so there's two pretty good bands. Um, yeah. yeah, I think we, they'll we be happy with that description pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to tie them in. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you hoping the uh, festivals a uh, year or two? Is that what you're looking maybe towards? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think probably my, my, dream, um, my dream festival, like away from Glastonbury, probably be Kendall, Kendall Carlin, because... Well, well, I've done a bit there before. Um, it was Ken, Kendall Scott's Island, and I just played. Um, I played nowhere before it got, got it before it got released. Um, I think that was before before the band started. Yeah, so yeah, to play there as, as a band, yeah, it'd be great. Uh -huh. I think, um, yeah, it's a great festival, that, yeah. It is, and it's, um, it's always good for the up and coming artists. We saw Revivalry last year; they were very good there as well. So yeah, they're good. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention them. They're, they're a pretty good, like, young band mm -hmm. around our age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's them. Starting a campaign to try and get a shits and giggles stage at Kendall's. So if we manage to do that, we'll get you on. Yeah, that's be great. <laughs> but we're we know that you've got to get off to your vocal lesson, but we would really like to um pick one of your songs. If you could pick one of your songs that we could play out on the show and just to thank you for, for being with us this evening. Um, thanks for having us. Um, I'd I'd say nowhere. Um, I don't I don't, I don't know about Sending Brandon, but um, I'd I'd say nowhere. Mate. That's the same for me, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will give nowhere a spin for you on the show, Thank and you. really nice to meet you. And we wish you all the best in the future, and hopefully we'll we'll get to see you somewhere. And guys, good. definitely just keep doing what you're doing and keep positive and keep bringing out the tunes and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck, guys. Good luck. See, see you later. See you. Thank you, bye. bye. Yeah, thank bye. you.
Maybe you should take some time to run Maybe you should take some time Maybe you should take some time to run Maybe you should take some time Cause this is the middle of Maybe you should take some time Cause this is the middle 